I just hold it like this? <laughs> yeah, popsicle. A tu y yo. Huh? Tu y yo. It's you and me. You and me. And there's a popsicle in Nicaragua that you can get that's called a tu y yo. But it's one of those double ones. You remember oh, those? Oh, you like supposed to split them with your... supposed to split them with your significant other or, or, or your bestie or your co-host in case. We should go get a tu y yo. <laughs> it's it's been especially loud recently. Has it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's I great. Right? I love it. Yeah. Oh fuck all these people. We no, got that pass. They, they. Oh, it's for monthly cardholder exit. You hear that, y'all? It sounds like this shit's just gonna fall right off. <laughs> it hasn't yet. That would make for a good episode. Look at us. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> I welcome your jeers. Slight judgmental eyebrows. I love it. Talk to you about something? Absolutely. No, no, I don't like. <laughs> what? Uh, sorry, I'm just on this thing. Like, okay, well, there's a lot of things. I have, uh, I have pet peeves. I, everybody's got pet peeves. Yep. And I just want to voice some of them. Okay. Just for the sake of ranting, you know. I love it. I don't like wobbly tables. I think it's a really easy fix and if I sit and I lean on the table and it pops up and it shakes everything on there and I spill my drink that's pretty fucking annoying it is don't you think that a wobbly table can be fixed pretty easily you fold a napkin you stick it under the leg you're good to go and some of these things have like the little screw feet yeah that you just adjust them easily yeah my dad had a wobbly table he had an incomplete deck of cards I grabbed the right amount of cards stuck it under the table leg fixed he got mad at me for fixing his table (laughs) <laughs> Why was he mad? Because you wasted the cards or for something else? He said that it was because I, I wasted the cards and he's like, hey, we use that to to play desmoche. And I'm like... No, <laughs> I love that, I was desmoche. Like, no, you don't because this is an incomplete deck of cards. He's like, well, yeah, but you you didn't ask me. I was like, fix your table. Fix your table, okay? No, it's because I fixed something that he didn't fix. Making him look bad. I don't know. That's probably not it. I'm sure it could have been a complete deck. Anyway, maybe I'm just being a complete dick. Hey, oh, see what I did? <laughs> anyway, that's one. Another one is. I don't. Man, I've told you this before. I don't like watching women who are not accustomed to wearing heels wobbling all over the place. Maybe it's just a wobbly thing. I don't like wobbly things. Looking like newborn Bambi. <laughs> You're like, oh, it's trying to get her sea legs. I'm like, uh, (laughs) practice at home or whatever. Look, I know it's all about reps, right? It's all about our bats. I get it. You you gotta you gotta put it, get the practice in when you can get it in. But it just is something that just bothers me. They just clack clacking. (laughs) Will that make you not like the person, or is it just something where you're like, ah, no, I'm just annoyed. It's just an, it's just annoying to me. Yeah. You know, like a wobbly table is not going to ruin my lunch, but it's annoying to me. Yeah. 
I'm just kind of, I feel like it, like I can be a little more open and vulnerable in this episode. You know, just get all this shit out. Get it out, man. You know what, another thing, while we're talking about heels? I love it, what? Okay, so you know how a guy has this built-in response to hearing high heels? Oh, God, you're, you're letting a secret out of the bag, man. You're letting a cat out of the bag. Should I not even say it? Because I feel like you know what I'm about to say. <laughs> I already know it. Okay, so you know how so guys will look up if they hear what they think is a woman approaching. It's just like an automatic response. It's an instinctual you, thing you where you hear clock, You don't clock, mean to clock, look. You clock. just look up real quick. Yeah, I mean, you hear a clock, you're clock, clock, and you're going to... creepy way. I guess if you're a creepy dude, you might. But I'm just saying, you look up. My That's not my pet peeve. My pet peeve is when it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> look, I almost don't even care about the woman that's approaching because I, it's a response. I understand that I'm conditioned that way. I look up, and it's a dude. <laughs> and I, I feel bamboozled somehow. Like, I've been tricked. Yeah, when it's a dude, you're madder than a motherfucker. And you're like, get man, take those cowboy boots off. Take those. Why, why are you even wearing clogs? <laughs> like, do you have a pair of shoes like that? <laughs> why would you ask me that? Nah, I'm just Do curious. you just assume that? Yes, I do have a pair of shoes uh, like that. Because I would never wear them if I had some. Because I think I would notice. I actually don't wear them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't ever wear them. Because of that thing. Because I don't like walking through... Like the cafe, and dudes just be looking up at me, <laughs> and then uh, that bothers me. I'm like, listen, it's not what you think. Just get back to your work. Stop looking at me, guys. <laughs> False alarm. Fuck you, looking at. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you knew that this lane ends. I, I am a very preemptive driver. I, I get in the lane far before I have to, so I don't have to deal with this shit. Right. It's good so. to know if you already know the road. Yeah, I mean, I pay attention to the signs, and if it says, like, exit only or some shit, I'll, you know, all right. get over it. All right, you're the better driver, fine. We know. No, I'm not saying I'm the better driver, I'm just explaining my, the, the reason I do that shit. I'm not saying that's a good thing, like, most people say I drive like a grandpa, so... But you have to when your brakes make noise like that. <laughs> you have to when you never know when your brakes are gonna go out. Oh, is that a hearse? Look at that hearse. That's that a is like fucking swag, dude. That is a very pretty hearse. It's a Cadillac hearse. That's. I mean, it's beautiful. What do you think about that when you see that? Does it? Does it? Uh, we we exist in a sea of symbols, right? Yeah. What do you think about that symbol when you see it? Does it does it pull at your heartstrings? Does it make you feel your own mortality? Or are you just like, eh, fuck it, it's a swaggy hearse? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was it was a, it's a swaggy hearse. Yeah. Um. I I rode a shotgun in a hearse before. <laughs> it's better than riding in the back. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> How did you do that? This is at my grandma's for a funeral. Uh. Thank they you. waved at him. It's like, it's like trying to be nice to death. <laughs> it's like if I if I'm nice to this hearse, it's gonna the, the hearse driver's buy me like some time. I don't give a shit. I'm just driving this thing. You'll be in here too. You can't appease death. This took a morbid. Wow, turn. that that did take a. I think you did that just now. Well, I'm, I'm I, memento I, mori. Yeah, I mean, I tend to get quite morbid at times. 
I, I don't I don't consider that morbid necessarily. Just because we're we're you know, I mean people thinking of mortality and, and death doesn't necessarily mean that it's morbid. I don't think so. I think it's the only way that you can like we've talked about this a lot, like memento mori. Like it's it's the way that you you need to keep that in mind yeah. to make decisions in life. It's good to it's it's good to to just keep that in mind, right? Totally. I agree. So can I give you a scenario? I would love a scenario. Alright. So let's say you have the asshole of assholes, okay? This guy's just uh, just, a, just a dick and people just have to deal with him. Okay? Yeah. Let's let's call him Pepe. Because I don't know anybody named Pepe. <laughs> Pepe? Pepe. Pepe. Uh, well, no, but is that what you're saying in English? Like yeah, P- Pepe? P-E-P-E. Pepe. I like it. Okay, Pepe. That's that's on like that's that that's Pepe and uh, he's not a very agreeable person. Pepe is yeah. not agreeable. I, on the other hand, see, I'm I'm pretty agreeable. Like, right. I'm an I'm I'm a pretty nice guy, and I know I know you <laughs> you want to dive into nice, yeah. but why is it? Let's say Pepe does something just despicable. Why is it that people are like, ah, that's just Pepe. Ah, you know how he is. And they let him slide. Like, these dudes, I'm going to say dudes specifically because I, I don't I don't know where my place is when it comes to, like, the world of women and I don't know what to say. So, these dudes get away with everything but murder. Like, they could just be assholes all day. I mean, they can even get away with murder. Like, they could I've been, probably, I've been yeah. saying these things like serial killers get so many letters, like proposals. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, totally. Like, re- research it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so even murder can be. So, so oh, they that's do just get away Jeffrey with Dahmer. <laughs> oh, that's, oh, that's just oh, Jeffrey. You know Jeff. That's just a, He's just being Jeffy again. He just acquired a taste for human liver. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> is that a severed head? Yeah. Oh, you know how Jeffrey is. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, that shit bothers me because I'm somebody who puts a lot of value in consideration. Like, just considering other people in general, like people around me. Doesn't necessarily mean I got to be nice to them or I got to, like, cater to them. But shit, you don't have to be an asshole all the time. And there's something in there where, like, okay, so let's say I have a moment of weakness and I show um, some aggression, right? Yeah. So, like, I get mad and then I do something. And people are like, what the fuck, dude? Whereas it could have been, like, nothing. But they're just like, oh, shit, Freddy's having a day. <laughs> like, what the fuck? How come, how come Jeffrey and Pepe can get away with it? But then I say one thing and all of a sudden I'm an asshole. Why is that? Is it just because you've established that behavior and people just know... I already know how I'm going to do with you, blah, blah, blah. But then with somebody nice, you know, a quote-unquote nice guy changes his behavior, then all of a sudden there's a problem. I've got a theory on this. Police. So, like I said, police. Police. I'd say when you're the nice guy in a situation, you're giving your power away to the other person. I think all relationships end up having some sort of power dynamic. Just everything in the world does. And when you, for a moment, step outside of that power dynamic and try to flip the script on them, they're going to be taken aback. And I think, do you see what I'm saying there? Of course. 
I no, and and I know. I I understand that. I do understand that. I just humans like patterns. Humans like sure um, consistency. Uh, when you start dealing with your wife or significant other or friend or something like that, and you've known them to be a certain, and also, let me back up, people hate change, like, and most people won't change, so you're pretty safe at betting that they're going to act consistently, and so, you have this idea built up of this person in your head, and then they do something that goes against that, it throws your worldview in a loop, right? Yeah. You're like, whoa shit, like, you know, A, it's, it shows them that they had an incomplete picture of you, (laughs) Right. B, it shows them that uh, you have a degree of unpredictability, people, I mean, people say, people don't like that from nice guys. I agree, people don't like that from nice guys, that's one of the things that I've been thinking about, like, I mean, I've had this all my life. Yeah. I, I do like to be a caring, compassionate person with the people around me. Right. After a while, you start to understand that people take advantage of people like that. So then you're you're just careful with the way you are. And that's how that's the way I am. Like, I'm careful. I don't let people take advantage of me. You know, like, just I'll be like, hold the fuck up. Like, that that's, that's where I draw the line most of the time. Yeah. And I could do that, like, calmly. I do that all the time but if I have a moment of anger or okay here's a good example and I don't know if this comes like I don't know where this comes from but it, I think spending a good amount of time in the Air Force and then um, doing defense contracting jobs with Marines Navy Army all types of dudes right mm-hmm. they are rude and they're like crude and the way they communicate is through insults that's just the way it is like they they, they're just busting balls all all the time right and there's really no line like there's no there there's no what what do people say there's no limits right (laughs) what do Americans say no limits (laughs) como se dice como se dice Um, pepe say So, yeah, there's, there's like, really no limits. Like, even talking about family, like, wife, kids, it, they, they, they get pretty bad. So you get used to that, and, and you respond in that way. So me, being in being my can, civilian self... Can I ask self, one thing real quick? For sure. Uh, and to break in there. Do you think part of that has to do with, I think, um, in, I think in psychology it's called fitness testing, where you could potentially have to rely on these people for your life. So they, didn't, they, they need to make sure that you're mentally tough enough that to handle you're it. about that shit. Right, exactly. Like, that if they tell you, if they, they hit you with something, that you're not going to fall apart. Absolutely. So, yeah. I, yeah, I yeah, respect yeah. that. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, I 100% think that's what it is. Okay. And if you show signs of weakness, that, that's a wide open door. They, they won't trust you with their life. Right. So, my, totally. so I'm not a big dude. I, a lot of times, would just... My weapon was always to make people feel dumb. Right. And then, in turn, you know, they would call me smug. But they respected me still. Because I could handle it. And then I could give it back to them in a different way. The shit about that is, I can't do that in my civilian world. Ah. 
So if I'm if I'm getting peppered with things, my reaction is to say something really mean. I don't have a middle. Right. Like I'll just come in and I'll say like some heinous shit in jest because I'm like, oh, we're joking. How about this? And then <laughs> and then they're like, oh, dude. It reminds me of like, too I, fucking far. And on then one of the movies away. where the, the the girl punches the dude on the arm lightly and he like will punch her really hard. Like. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where she hits up with the snowball. It's like this little tiny little <laughs> snowball, and then this guy grabs a massive piece of ice and just nails her in the face. Yep. That's kind of what it is. It's like there's no balance. Right. So when I say something in, in a group setting at work or wherever, um, it comes off like, whoa, you know, let's tone it down. I'm like, what? But you, but this entire time you were, so I get it. It's just annoying. And I, I think that this plays into the whole nice guy thing. I don't think that, I don't think that you can be a kind person, but you don't have to be fucking nice. Do you agree with that? There's not much I like less than that. <laughs> like, for real. Why? It, it goes into episode seven where we... So, so, I'm very consistent in my view, and let me explain. Okay. We are not our thoughts and feelings and emotions. We observe those. We experience those. There's a distinction between that, right? Right. So, that's the first premise of why... And, and I'll tie into why that why that makes me hate being nice. So, to me, being nice means I am going to change my actions and my words to make sure that you never feel uncomfortable or have any negative emotions that I'm responsible for, right? For Through my words or actions. Mm-hmm. So, that's already exalting your comfort and it's putting your thoughts and feelings and emotions on this pedestal that I myself do not subscribe to personally. Like, I I give my thoughts and feelings and emotions. They're second-class citizens, right? My comfort is second-class citizen because I've already said discomfort is the only way that you grow. Encountering that stuff is the only way that you grow. And the negative emotions, we're all going to have negative emotions. You need to learn to deal with them. And so you're putting the onus of your feeling comfortable on somebody else. Which, once again, one of the things I despise as much as niceness is creating a victim out of yourself, right? Right. So you're A, creating a victim out of yourself, you're B, saying that it's my responsibility to make you comfortable and feel nice, and most of the time people aren't expecting you to be nice, most of the time it's something that somebody does to themselves, like like they create their own niceness, Right. because they're like, if I don't ever make this person uncomfortable, then they're going to like me, they're going to love me, right? And that's just bullshit, and... It also requires me to understand what's going to make you feel negative emotions. What's going to make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, there's this thing where everybody says, know your audience. Right. You got to know your audience. Okay, but if but if this guy brings up negative emotions in myself, it's on me to control my emotions. 
but why is it on me to make sure that he doesn't get upset about something or she doesn't get upset about something? So it's like, uh, yeah, it takes extra effort to understand what is offensive to that person. Right. And, 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 you know, people take this in terms of, like, if... So, nice is a value in Western society, just the same way that I talked that other episode, of comfort and ease. You said the path of least resistance. Niceness is just... It, it's It's a big family with those values. You're absolutely right. Because that means what you're saying is you're choosing not to confront. You're choosing not to have a confrontation. Right. Right. And because confrontations are, for the most part, uncomfortable. Right. So even though you know you should either speak up for yourself, speak up for another person, or speak up for the... Just say something in general. You can either do that or you can just say, yeah, you're right. And then you just gave it up. Right. You're being nice about it. Nice also, to me, is surface level. Nice to me means on the inside, I'm like, I can't stand this person. Or um, I disagree with this person, but I don't want to go through the trouble of voicing my opinion. So... I would just be nice about it. There's a visceral response from people when you say, niceness is not a virtue. Oh, you know, you, you, I, that's putting it in like somewhat philosophical terms. They say, say, niceness sucks. I hate nice guys. <laughs> that, that's like, people are just, like you said in one of those, one of the earlier episodes, clutch their pearls. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my. Oh. Because you're, you're hitting a value. Like, if they value niceness because they never want to feel uncomfortable and they never want to make another person feel uncomfortable. And the natural outcropping of this, I think, is if you don't value niceness, you're evil. Right. Like, if you think about that, like... <gasps> yeah. Like, if you don't value compassion or something, you're evil. Like, the, the alternative is always, you're evil. <laughs> like, like... Oh, oh, so right, just right. rapists and murderers. I mean, and if you don't, if you're not in line with modern morality, you're evil. Yeah, you're like a raping, murder, womanizer, sicko, sicko. And that's not true at all because there are things that I value that make it so I'm not those things, right? Right. Like, and it has nothing to do with niceness, and honestly, it has nothing to do with compassion either. What what it comes down to is. When somebody does those things, like the raping, murdering sickos and that type of deal, that stems from weakness. Right. Like, if you look at it, it's never strength that causes that. It's always uh, what you see, uh, like, writings from people that do these shootings, and they're, they're angry at the world. You know, you didn't love me. I didn't belong anywhere. Now I'm going to take all my anger and resentment and all this stuff out, and I'm going to make you pay for it. You weren't nice to me. Right, you were nice to me. These things are a, an act of revenge. And I mean, you can take some of the sickest things in society, and behind it is going to be somebody that's angry and mad at the world that is trying to get revenge on And you know what? Maybe it took somebody to be a little, not rude, not dismissive, but not nice to right. talk to that person. Yep. Right? Like... 
you know, as a parent, that's one of the, that's one of the most horrifying things that could ever happen, is that one of your children do that. And look at all the, all the parents that are like, I had no idea. Yeah. I was like, well, maybe if you were a little less nice, I don't know. I mean, I know that's, I don't, I don't want to step on any toes or like open up a can of worms because I'm a nice guy. But here, but the thing is, maybe some people just need to be I'll, I'll talked to can a, of worms a certain quick. way. <laughs> I, yes. You know, like you just need to be firm. And I think, uh, but I, not just with kids, I think adults can, can also handle it. But what we're doing is just kind of creating a pattern of the, uh, of, of, neediness and and soft um, soft shells yes totally we have elevated people's emotions to the level of being sacred so then it doesn't so then it doesn't matter well it's it's like you never want to make the child upset when they're acting a certain way and you don't like it you're like straighten the fuck up and people would be like, oh, don't talk to a child like that. Like, you have to talk them through it. And, I mean, sure, that's fine. But it's all predicated on not making them feel negative emotions. Right. I mean, don't berate the kid if they're, like, just looking at something. You know, like... Yeah. Kid, like, in the grocery store, some kid's, like, gra- is looking at a box of Oreos and the mom's like, are you fucking kidding me? Put that back! And you're like... <laughs> Relax. Oh, oh, this is the perfect example. I love that you brought that up. Uh, um, the alternative to niceness. Like, like I just gave an example and you're like, yeah, but then the lady like there. And you just gave the perfect example of... Um, I'm uh, saying there are extremes. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. But but if you don't value niceness, then you're advocating for that is what most people would say. The yeah, equivalent of that. Right. There's th- Exactly. So there's like... There's no middle ground. There's no like calm logical way of of actually addressing that and I think this is there's a lot of things in um, business and at, in different organizations where they go through this training of um, what was her name the the lady that wrote radical candor I don't know her name but I know what you're talking about it's sort of along those lines I think that's what she's trying to say like listen you can you can say something without being a dick yeah, like you, you, you know, but don't be nice about it because then you're just enabling. Like when I say stuff like I don't value niceness, people automatically assume that I'm advocating that it's okay for her to be like that, or it's okay for those right. kids to shoot the school, or it's okay for this. And I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying in each of those examples, that reaction stems from weakness. That mom, Ab- absolutely. That mom can't handle her kids, and she's emotionally she has no control, so she's got to. Lash out, over the top. Exactly. So I would advocate that I value strength in a way where you become strong enough and overcome yourself and grow enough in your own individual self that you can take the things that happen to you in life and be like, "No, son, no daughter, we're not going to buy Oreos today." But and then I told you exactly. Now, if like like if one of my kids are hitting is hitting another kid for no reason, like just out of nowhere, just is messing with some other kid that I'm gonna be like hey you know totally like get them out of like you gotta shock them a little bit and we're not just talking about kids I know that's like kind it's of just a, an easy kind of, example it's like low right, hanging fruit yeah, that's what I was gonna say <laughs> right it's an easy example but it's but it's true like if we can do that as 
parents and adults to children, why can't we do that with each other? Why can't we keep each other accountable to to things? Well, like, because nobody values accountability or responsibility anymore. I mean, niceness is an outcropping of that. It's saying, I'm not responsible for the way that I feel. You are. You are. Because That's you, what exactly, niceness is. You, you need to... Exactly. And so, there, ergo, you have to <laughs> tiptoe. I truly feel, and this is something that my wife, Jen, was trying to get out with her t-shirts. Like, you know, she had Inside Out right. Clothing Company, and she wanted positive messages yeah. on um, on her shirts, and she never wanted to use the word nice. Right. Because in her mind, it's the same thing that we're talking about. Because I, I was like, so you're go, you're not going with nice? She was like, I'm going with kind. And I was like, how come? Because I, I wanted to see what her thoughts were. And she said... Because nice is, yeah, that's nice. <laughs> She's like, kind is very specific. Kind is somebody who cares, who puts forth effort. Nice is almost like a lack of effort. You take, you're, again, you're taking that the easiest route to, to avoid confrontation or to, um, to navigate that interaction with, that, with a particular person or particular situation. It's not being yourself. Like, You're, kindness ultimately should stem from the self, should right? should stem from the self. And it, should, it, it I think it's like almost the natural state of human when they're strong and uh, secure in themselves. Like, it's like when you're big enough and strong enough that you don't have to enact these silly, petty forms of revenge and lashing out at other people, which would be considered mean. You don't need to punish somebody else. And most of the time, I feel like people that are secure and strong is going to end up being kind. Like, like because they don't need to lash out. They're, right. Like, they're secure. You know who uh, subscribes to the same line of thinking? Who? My hero. <laughs> Larry David. LD. 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 Like, there's, one, there's one example that always makes me laugh, and I love it. it it's... It's like, oh, hey, I'm going to go have lunch with, uh, you know, with, with Chris. And they go, oh, yeah, tell him I said hi. And he goes, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, what? You're not going to tell him I said hi? No. <laughs> they're like, why not? For what? They're not going to care if I, oh, hey, by the way, this person said, no, nobody cares. Right? Like, why does everybody need to say, hey, tell him I said hi? Okay, I'll, sure. Nobody says it. Right? I like that he doesn't subscribe to these niceties of society yeah and so it's um it's the same thing like you don't have to go through all of that especially if you don't if you don't care yeah and and it's apparent when you don't care this just reminded me of like the whole you're right that that and the, the people coming up because they feel like um they have to ask you how your back is or how your mom's doing or whatever the zulu tribe in africa has a greeting and it's Salbona. Salbona? Salbona. 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 And what it means, it's, it means I see you. And they're, ha they're content with that. It's Salbona. And it's like, I validate your experience. I see that you're there. And I respect your humanity. And I and value you as it is. Uh, uh, right. I value your existence. And wow, that's that it. is like all in one word. That is probably the kindest greeting I have ever heard. Right. There's no bullshit. It's like, I see There's you. There's no bullshit. I see you. 
I validate and I your existence. Like how, and honestly, I kind of like how people say that now. Like when, like it's like, a thing. I see you. I see you. Yeah. It's a. It, it makes you feel good when people say that, right? Because right. it's usually mean like you know you're flexing or you're doing something <laughs> that like people are like, oh shit. Okay. Like I see the best part of yeah, you. Exactly, is what they're saying. Exactly. <laughs> I love it when people tell me I see you. It's I like, do too. It's my favorite compliment. Uh, yeah, it's great. And it's so simple. Like it's no <laughs> bullshit. It's not like you know going through all these things. Like you don't have to do all these prompts. Salbona. Yep. Okay, okay, motherfucker. I see you. <laughs> I see you. That's the best. Yeah. I, I would take that over. How are your parents and how's your back? Hands totally. down. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't. I have. I have one story that I think can sum up at least my definition, or or the contrast between nice and kindness. Every now and then, um, if I have like a, a 20 on me or whatever, I'll, I'll stop and I'm sure I'm going to get flack for this. I don't care. It's just something that I do. I'll, I'll stop at somebody who's asking for money, like on the corner somewhere and I'll, I'll give them like 20 bucks. Mm. I don't care what they use it for. It's... And I don't. I don't care if I just got scammed. As far as I'm concerned, they needed that money to get some food. That's that's all I know. That's all. That's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um. So one day, I saw someone. I know that I have a twenty, so I I I, I was getting my wallet out, and uh, I stopped, and it was a red light. So there was people behind me, and I'm trying to get this twenty out. I put down the window. The light turns green. I haven't handed it to the guy yet. I'm trying to get the guy to come over to the window so he can grab the 20. And the dude behind me honks. And before I can give it... Now, I could have done two things. The guy still wasn't at the window. So I could have just been like, oh shit, I got to go and go. Mm-hmm. But it, my my initial reaction was, fuck you. When I flipped the dude <laughs> off... Fuck you, I'm being compassionate right now. <laughs> and I waited for the guy to come over and take the 20. And I was like, you can wait. <laughs> dick like I'm sorry are you late for a luncheon like you you know what I mean like this person over here is having a tough time I'm trying to help them out and you're being an asshole because what you lost 30 seconds and if I was a nice guy I'd be like oh oh my god and I would just go and then I would lose the opportunity to be kind in in my mind that I feel like is a good contrast between the two yeah I, I don't know what else to do except for like give money to a charity or go volunteer oh, and here's yeah. the thing like I know that there are a ton of vets out there that don't that can't get jobs uh, yeah and I I don't feel that they have to put that they're a vet on their you know piece of cardboard or whatever they're holding up to to get a little help I, I don't know what their situation is, and maybe I could find out. But to be honest, if I can help them out with twenty bucks, there you go. Yeah, you do you. So, I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm completely blind to the situation. And if he's gonna go buy crack, all right, whatever. Like I don't know about it. It's fine. Oh, that's interesting. So, so the goodness of the deed stems from the the intention and not the consequence. I'm not part of the consequence. I'm not. I mean, how many times do, do we do? Do I have to give this guy like a twenty question, a twenty question questionnaire to be like, excuse me, what are you going to do with this? 
for them to get, no. I mean, so people they, do so that with charities, alternate. right? Like, they want to see their financials and shit. Like, I'm like, I, like well, <laughs> I'll buy you a sandwich. I like those things. And then they're like, no, 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 no. No, 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 I'm allergic to bread. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, shit, you're celiac? <laughs> you, you, you well, I'll get celiac? you some, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, and, and that's happened to me before. Like, I, we had, like, this big-ass bag of goldfish. And we offered it to a guy, and he's like, what? Why? He's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> We're like, okay. Let's see, look, I don't know what their situation is. And, and it's not one of these things where I'm, like, fantasizing that it's some, where this just this guy just needs 20 bucks to get on his feet. What you do with the $20 is, is your thing. Well, yeah, but I, I think some of this stems from... Uh... Like I, I have a feeling, and we can dig into this later, that all charitable acts stem from selfishness. That's true. I, I, I agree with you on that. Hmm. So, like, you're doing it because it makes you feel good. Yeah. Not because of what it does to him. Like, just the fact that the consequence doesn't even matter shows that it's not about Well, at that him. moment, when I gave him a 20 and he realized what it was, he kissed my hand. <laughs> like, literally? <laughs> like hell yes, they, and I pulled back like oh shit. No, I thought he was like I, I didn't know what was going on there, but uh, I'm not some prince like, <laughs> handing out gold coins. You know what I mean? Like don't do that. He was happy. Yeah. And seeing people be happy makes me happy. So I guess that's pretty selfish of me. You're right. You're a fucking monster. What a douche. You <laughs> what a douche. This he guy This guy gets off on people smiling. What an asshole. If I were if I were a nice guy and my intention was there and I get honked at and I don't want to hold up the dude behind me yeah. because I'm inconveniencing the dude behind me that made me feel weak, then you know what was the better thing to do? Stick with my plan, give the 20 bucks flip the guy off tell him to go fuck himself <laughs> and hopefully this guy can go either get high get some booze or maybe buy a cheap suit at Goodwill I, you I, don't know you don't know I totally agree exactly I totally agree I think you were you were in the right there uh, I was in the left but I was trying to <laughs> you were how do you correct. like those kind of jokes yeah, those are your favorite man like fucking Mitch intense Hedberg. If y'all, if y'all aren't an OG, you won't recognize that reference. Go back and listen to our episodes. Oh, yeah, man. You, y'all, y'all got to be OGs to know yep, this. Yep, That That was from our lowest scoring. <laughs> lowest scoring. Is that... I, I'll consider it scoring. That was our lowest scoring episode. Can um, you explain that? What do you mean by scoring, Jake? How do we score our episodes? Well, my number one indicator is how I feel about it. Um when it's out there and I listen to it. My second indicator <laughs> would be how many plays it has. And that is episode two, The Love and Emodium, or is that three? Uh, oh, the, the, the least? The least, the least the listened to. Dog's motherfucker. Dog. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Get out of like, here. Like, I'm just going to blow right through this fucker. <laughs> like, Stop. What? Stop for what? <laughs> <laughs> or what? Or get plowed into. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I think Love and Emodium is one of our lowest performing cl- uh, hits. It'll go on our B-sides when we're done. <laughs> I, it's, it, yeah. 
I'm not entirely sure what it is. Um, but yeah, you know what my what my metrics are? What? How I feel about the episode. Yep. How you feel about the episode. Mm-hmm. And then the and then the, uh, the downloads. Yeah. You like that? Pretty you like what I did same. there? Hey, well, you showed <laughs> compassion. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I showed consideration for your opinion because okay. you're my co-host. Okay. All right, I'm a fucking douche once again. I win. I'm used to it though. I think this has been a fantastic episode. I've had a lot of fun recording Me it. Me too. I actually think this is probably like the first episode where you and I oh like disagreed somewhat. Did we, we don't we I don't not really. Actually no, what? Never mind. Well, no, we can just say that and people will believe it. <laughs> <laughs> we no, disagree. This, this is one of this is one of my favorite topics to talk about in general and to talk about with you. Because you know how I feel about the whole thing. I don't like being taken advantage of, but I also don't think that I should be an asshole, so I'm not taken advantage of. Because I think that that stems from weakness, ultimately. I think when somebody guards themselves in a way to be, just to be rude, yep. just so somebody else doesn't make them feel bad, I think that's weakness. I agree. I think there is strength in kindness, is what I'm saying. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Here, let me, I have a quote that I can leave people with. Yes. Do you mind? No, you're not even in the passenger seat. Do you mind? I don't. This is from my favorite human on the planet. Well, he's not on the planet anymore. Oh, Kanye. Nope. Nietzsche. Absolutely. He said, We ought to fear a man who hates himself, for we are liable to become the victims of his anger and revenge. Let us, therefore, try to tempt him into self-love. Man. We, that's it. We end it now. Boom, bitches! In the general sense. In the general... Uh, bitches in the general sense. Not in the... You know, listen. We're not trying to offend here. Just like Jake said. He's just Jake. He loves you. Yeah, I guess should we... Yeah, I love you. Should we do this? Should we read a review now or later? No, do it now. Yeah, I think that's great. I love reading these reviews. Somebody give me something that, that's embarrassing to say when you write a review for us or something. Yeah, because we're going to shout them out. So we're going to do this every episode because we truly appreciate the consideration that is being taken when you guys rate and review. You guys are being not just nice, but kind. Oh, absolutely. I love it. There's nothing more that I love than going and seeing some reviews. Rolling with my homies from Penny from the Block. It's relatable, smart, and honest. It feels like you're in a car with friends in all the best ways. I'm going to say that one more time. Mm-hmm. Rolling with my homies from Penny from the Block. She says, it's relatable, smart, and honest. It feels like you're in the car with friends in all the best ways. I love it pretty great i mean i think that's what we're going for thank you penny from the block thank you penny from the block keep listening keep uh keep telling your friends about us and rate and review and all that good stuff what what was that what was that uh i'm still jenny from the block oh don't be fooled by the rocks that i got yeah don't be fooled by the rocks that i got oh man jenny from the block this is the best this is the best way to end it all right guys
you made it this far, thanks for listening. Road Rants is an ongoing conversation by Jake and Freddie, with new episodes each week. You can holler at your homeboys on Instagram at Road Rants Podcast, tweet them at Road Rants Pod, or you can visit their website, roadrantspodcast.com, where you can join the conversation, view show notes, and check out behind-the-scenes footage. If you're picking up what they're putting down, tell someone. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Road Rants on Apple Podcasts. And in the meantime, just chill till the next episode.